Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walking to a Bar. I'm Sean Osborne. Bernie Sanders. The ever-COVID-dodging Bernie Sanders, right? Ever-COVID-dodging, juking, <laughs> jiving, every twist and turn. <laughs> Washing his hands as much as possible. Six feet at every turn. Yeah, and then, you know... You know, I'm I'm not I'm not a real people person, so you know, social distancing for me is is uh, is is okay with me. Ten foot's pretty good for me. <laughs> so, what you been drinking this week? Oh man, um, margaritas. It's just margaritas, <laughs> huh? Because that's what I had on tap. But uh, I'm <laughs> drinking now uh, Tangerine Express, a hazy IPA from Stone. Ah, uh, yes, I was drinking. I've been drinking the the arrogant bastard myself. Nice. What's the nice. what's the uh, what's the alcohol content on that? Oh, hold on, it's upside down. This whole bottle's upside down because you know how they <laughs> they're, they're doing the promotions oh. with everything being upside down. Um, I'm not six point seven. All right, there it is. Ah, how about bitterness? You're not terribly into bitter bitterness, are no, you? No, not terribly into bitter, but you know, Stone does make good beers, so it's yeah. It's good. Yeah, Stone man and uh, Sierra Nevada man, I just I love the hell out of them. Really California's cheap. got a lot of great beers. Yes, Dude, yeah, up and down the whole entire the entire West Coast has really good beers. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, a lot of the shoots up in Portland is fucking awesome. They got some of the best barrel aged beers. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, you know, uh, Russian River makes uh, you know plenty. And uh, the pl- the plenty the older and plenty the younger and you know those are those are fine fucking beers as well. Most sought after. I want to give a shout out to everybody in Portland that's on on Couch Street. Uh, it's, <laughs> it reads as Couch, but they, yeah. they call it Cooch. But yeah, shout good out old to Cooch Street. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to everybody on Cooch Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. That's that's funny. I can't imagine having to tell your grandma where you lived. <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh, shit. Uh, infantile beginnings. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, it seems to be. It seems to be the the theme of the days. You know. Infantile infantile behavior. So we might as well just yeah. join. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's take let us take a little break here and come back and be a little more serious. At least just a, a, a little bit. As serious as we get. Yeah, as we get. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Sean Osborne. Please check out my album, Head in the Sand, wherever you stream music. If you'd like to hear music about the crap that they call news, that is nothing but a bunch of editorials and opinions, this is the album for you. If you want to hear music about the authoritarian right and the authoritarian left and how they want to shove their ways down your throat, please stream it and share it with your friends. And now back to the show. I think I forgot to mention that this is going to be our episode 72. So we're starting to get up there. That's we're actually, uh, we actually kept it going. A lot of people fold. I heard the average uh, number of podcasts for people to do is uh, six before they give up. Mm. 
So yeah, we, so yeah, like so we, so we, we whooped their ass. I, I, I like to think that I like to hear myself talk. I guess I really do. <laughs> I like to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you what do you want to hit up tonight first? You want to talk about Texas first? Texas, what is up with Texas? All right, Texas, let's go. Tejas, they 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 caught the they caught the they caught the time with their pants down. It seems. Oh man, yep. So at least, I, and I'm really glad that the Republicans were able to handle that situation the best possible way, and you know, maturely were able to assign blame and help hold the right people accountable for the fuck ups. I'm really proud of the Republicans on this one. <laughs> they did it. Right. They did it right. And that's sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. Very badly, very badly delivered. Yeah, but you yeah. know, the thing killed me is that, you know, they said the the governor, what's his face, came out and said that uh, it was. Um, Abbott. It was Abbott. Glo- global warming. Or not global warming. It was um, the Green right. New Deal. And I was like, yeah, the Green New De- Deal hasn't <laughs> passed. You know, the Green New Deal hasn't passed. He's blaming on something that's not even law. I mean, you know, I mean, that was just a, the, whether he was right or not, that, that's a fucking terrible argument for what he's trying to make. And, uh, you know, it just, you know, uh, California and Texas have both had really big issues with these kind of things. And they both take yep. completely different kind of um, stances on it. You know, uh, Texas went more at the deregulation and wanted off the national grid. California's, you know, along with it. But, you know, they're, you know, it's a hell of a lot more regulated. But, you know, it was the power companies that caused a lot of our wildfires and stuff. So both states have had different kind of issues just with infrastructure of things. You know what I mean? You know, obviously Texas shit failed, our shit's failed, and they're both running different from each other. So I think uh, I think we need to learn from these kind of mistakes and see what the hell can make them better from, you know, both standpoints. Wait, wait, wait. Are, so, so we agree that the lack of regulation in Texas and having Texas be its own standalone power uh, entity failed. I won't say it failed because of that, but the, you know, it, that's, that's something about libertarianism is, you know, the people are allowed well, to do something that can fail and what Texas did obviously failed. failed. Yes. So, so in this case, you know, not having and, and, and not that, having that's, that's part not having regulation failed. Well, I mean, we have regulations here in California, and it still failed. Wait, wait. How did it fail? I mean, okay, even, okay. Do you, do you think that the the what what's the company that caused the wildfire? Eugenie. Yeah, P- them. Do you think that they're going to pay for even remotely as much damage as they did? Well, okay, no, you, you, fair point. PG&E is a for-profit company. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not a public utility. Yeah, but it's it's still regulated, right? It's regulated like a public. It, it, it is regulated, but because they're a for-profit company, they've put profit ahead of service, and that's exactly what happened. In Texas, it's the same thing where these were for for-profit companies competing for every utility dollar that they could possibly get from the consumers. And what happens when you try to compete with other businesses? You cut corners at a return and to be able to be profitable and to have the lowest cost and therefore leading to a system that couldn't withstand such an extreme situation. 
PG&E and Texas. A lot more alike and different because of... And, and in different these, states, though. That's what I'm saying. So most states yeah. should be able states, to learn from this. Yeah. yeah, same idea. Like when you don't have regulation or we have for-profit public utilities uh, be in place, that's what happens. They fail. I mean, I, mean I, I would I would say regulations probably hold stuff back too. I mean, because, regulations because there could have, be there could be there could be competition within in the field. I don't yeah, see why you, there couldn't be competition. I think I think in the abstract or in concept, yeah, I think you might be right. But in practice, what happened in Texas shows that it failed miserably. But it, but if I'm not mistaken, when you have these these companies that are doing this, they basically have a monopoly. Because you know, you depending on what area you live on depends on who you get your electricity from. You don't get a choice in the matter. In, in, te in Texas, is that what you're saying? No, I think here, even here in LA, like here, I uh, I'm just with the with the electric company and the gas company. But when I was in Hollywood, right. it was Edison. Right. And I'll, no, I'll say Edison right. is fucking awful. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're right, but in Texas, so there's no competition there. So they they're not they're not prone to. Uh, keep their service up, and that—that's right. a problem. So I—I I, I don't know how. I honestly don't know how the grid and shit like that works. So I don't know how that kind of stuff would work. So I don't—I can't make a decent argument about it. But the fact that they, you know, they have their areas and they're cordoned off, it means there's no competition in there. And I, there's got to be some way to get some competition in there uh, that would make them more accountable for what they're doing. And I think I, that I, would do more than any regulation. You may be right, but what we have evidence, what we, what the evidence that we do have of for-profit companies that do compete for every utility dollar that they can, the evidence with no shows competition. that it fails. With no, no competition. No, no wait, wait, I'm talking about Texas. Like we, we, yeah, but they, they I'm sure they don't have competition. But wait, they do. What they do? Yeah, within in, the, within the city, within the within the Austin city. or something like that. Yeah, yeah yes. Man, I have to look into it. Yes. So yeah. So what they did, what, what, what obviously what they did, they didn't, they didn't expect the the extreme measures of uh, what happened, and right. you know, just like say the same thing with Japan with Fukushima, you know, they weren't they, you know, they had all kinds of uh, you know fail safes. I mean, you know, the 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 the, the plant it um it survived the earthquake. It just wasn't prepared for the tsunami that hit after the earthquake, right. and that's what caused all the problems. So you know, the, you know, everybody's got to learn when things go wrong, because shit's going to happen. You know, in, in any system, and, and like I said, you know, part of libertarianism is, is you know, people are allowed to try things and they might fail, but you know, you got to learn from it when you fail. So they got to find out what what part of it didn't work. Was there not was there not enough competition? Is there not enough accountability? You know, those kind of things. Or the opposite, there was too much competition, and the plans didn't—the plans didn't include for enough safeguards, uh, and the plans rather focused on. How could you have too much competition? Dollars. That's exactly what happened. How? I don't understand how that too much competition what, made made that well, happen. When you, when you have no regulation or as little regulation as possible, you can have a level of competition drive costs further, push profits higher and minimize the level of service or safety. Competition lowers prices. Yeah. You have so, to compete so, with somebody. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that. It also lowers the quality of the product and the quality of the service. 
Not necessarily. Not necessarily. No, no, no. But it can definitely do that. And that's what happened. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see, I could see things where that would happen, but yeah. some people would say that that's bringing up something to somebody that didn't have anything at all. You know, so well, I mean, there, that yeah, it's just possibly. points of view. But I, I wouldn't see that in a utility because everybody gets the same, basically the same kind of electricity. You know, I don't know here over here in Lincoln Heights. You know, the electricity goes out when the wind blows too much. Uh, so. You know, we were out. We were without power a couple of days this week. We're, it's not as bad here as it has been in Highland Park, though. You know, electricity goes out for a day or so at a time over there when the wind blows too much. So I, I just, I just hope Texas, which was planning to secede or talking about seceding, I hope they, uh, they're not. I mean, they don't want to be part of the union, so they shouldn't be asking for federal dollars for assistance. You know, remember California wanted to secede when Trump was elected too. No, that's not. That was never a serious plan. That was never a serious plan. <laughs> don't don't even put that. There were some yeah. idiots that were talking about that, but that was never a serious plan. Yeah, not, not I know. I know some of those idiots. Some some of those uh, no. Some of those uh, blue people who bleed blue. They were they no. were ready to secede. They they, no. they thought Texas might have been onto something. <laughs> never met a single one. Never. Huh? As a progressive, I, 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 I never met a single person who was talking about seceding. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I could have sworn some were your friends too. Well, I, I I don't remember any of them, and they're not those those plans wouldn't be serious. Yeah, you'll go on Facebook though. You'll go on Facebook. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, For good you miss reason. all the fun, man. You miss all the fun. I'm I'm all right without Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's it's. It's not, not, not now seeing what Facebook has become and what Twitter has become and yeah. the level of influence that they wield unfairly and, and unchecked. You know what? The, the media makes it worse because they talk about it. I mean, the, not that big a population uh, in the nation considerably. It's a minority of the country that uses Twitter even. You know, shit, a lot of kids are on TikTok and shit like that. So, I mean, it, it'll, it'll go away. Something else will replace it. You know, that's all regulation will do. It'll just, something else, somebody else will come up with something new, you know. And the world changes too fast for the, for them to make regulations for shit. You know, just fuck uh -huh. with somebody if they do something wrong. Yeah, no, Facebook, is, Facebook is, is, is ripe for regulation. If you don't like somebody out there, just block them. I, I think they shouldn't be sharing our information. Actually, Apple and Facebook are kind of warring, too you know about that uh apple wants to uh limit facebook's ability to uh take your information and that's facebook is really pissed that's off that's about it big. yeah fuck fuck facebook yeah so i'm glad apple's fighting them there so you got the corporate giants socking each other in the nuts yeah man we should protect our privacy as much as possible yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. facebook and all of our shit every single yeah. day yeah. There's already too much of our information as it is, and your information is being sold not just by not just used by Facebook, but being sold by Facebook to who knows how many third parties out there. Yeah. Or fucking what? Man, yeah. That's not, not not fuck them. And and Facebook and Twitter have way too much power in in other countries where uh, people can say all kinds of weird shit, or or countries and 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 corrupt governments can demand so-and-so get blocked for whatever reason or to turn off the internet or turn off their service in that nation. 
and Twitter, yeah, they, they do it all the time. Like, yeah, they can decide to that. Yeah, we're, we're go, we'll go ahead and and and, and comply with this corrupt government. Or well, technically, our government has a kill switch on the internet too. That, that, yes, yes, and that's fucked up too. That's but these companies, yeah, are not. Um, they don't have to listen to us, the the people. They don't have to listen to the government if they don't want. To. I guess in some cases they sh- they can and they and they will. But in other cases, like in other countries, the amount of power that they wield, based on the the sort of megaphone that they give to nut jobs, whether it's a private person or like somebody in the government, and those posts or messages and that ability to broadcast their messages so widely and so quickly, can lead to deaths of people uh, and protesters or dissenters and Facebook and Twitter don't get any consequences from being able, from letting that happen. I don't know. I mean, uh, back in the old days, people would put flyers on your car. I mean, uh, you know, should the car dealer be in trouble because somebody put a fucking flyer on the car? No, man. But as long as they're not demanding for the other car dealers to get killed or shot, then <laughs> that's what's happening on Facebook. That's what happens on Twitter. <laughs> and then shit, and, and like real people die. And it's... I mean, I mean, you know, I, I've been on Facebook, and you're not. I mean, I, I've never seen anybody threaten somebody on Facebook. Wait, wait. Are you saying it doesn't happen? No, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I mean, it, somebody live... I mean, people live stream fucking murders. Yeah, so, I mean... But, I mean, there's no way... That, I mean, unless they have somebody watching every feed, I mean, that's a hard thing to fucking even police. I mean, were they? With, I mean, they. The government already watches us to no end, and I'm sure Facebook, with their algorithms, AI programs, they can do something. Or oh, I'm very, sure, yeah. When, when somebody posts something like "kill all" and then fill in ethnic minority, and somebody reports it, that shit, that shit should automatically be taken off. But then that in itself is also. I think it is. No, it's not always that way. It's not, unfortunately, it's not always that way. I mean, way. I know somebody because, just got a 30-day ban for calling somebody a moron. Uh, yes, but that's in the U.S., and I'm talking about, like, in different parts of the world, man, with different people at different levels in society. And But even then, like, the, the question isn't as, you know, it, it, it is a gray area. It's not, there isn't, like, a black and white answer, unfortunately, in this. Like, if I, if I were to say, for example... Um, and I, I don't mean this, I'm just throwing there as an example, like kill all um Martians. Okay, okay, thank you for that's a better that's a good one. Um should that stay up? Should that should that be taken down? Like if somebody sees it and says, like, oh that's stupid, leave it up. It's it's ridiculous. Who's gonna kill any Martians? And then some people would say, like, no, dude, like as, as soon as you say that, somebody's gonna take that seriously. Somebody's going to go out there, find somebody that is clearly human, but they think is a Martian, and that person will get killed. You're an anti-Martianite. Yeah. So there are people. That yeah, I mean, that- you know, libertarians are not for you know you don't you you're not allowed to to threaten people. You know, I mean, you you know that's I mean you you can't that freedom of speech doesn't give you the right to 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 threaten people and and try to cause harm upon them by any stretch of the imagination. Any of that kind of shit we, we agree with should be dealt with. The regulation. Is the that, that's a regulation I could live with, yeah. I mean, if you're, you know. But I mean, shit, you know, I, I think any company that finds something like that on there would, by and large, would take it down. 
Right. You know. Right. But see, the, so, there's that there's that that question between or that tension between the freedom of expression versus preventing harm to others. But anyway, yeah, that's that's yeah, it's, it's not a. I just think Facebook and Twitter are way too big, and they're ripe for regulation. That, that's my <laughs> my conclusion on that. Yeah, they'll, they'll fall. They'll fall apart on their own, just like MySpace did. So let's wait until a few more hundreds of thousands of people die in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, they could do it on another platform. I mean, there's absolutely nothing stopping them from using That's another platform. They're, they're, so, so they're, I mean, there's just no way. There's no way. I mean, there's the dark web, even. I mean, shit. People are going to find I mean, a way. They'll go back to ham radio, for God's sake. No. <laughs> That's the problem. See, the number of people that have ham radios now. Whereas the number of people that have Facebook on their phones. Well, the number of people who are who are going around threatening lives on Facebook's probably lower too than the people who have the number of, you know, whatever. Yeah, but the ability to broadcast that out is so much <laughs> louder. Like, remember in New Zealand there was that guy that was live streaming his Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Like going to two different mosques and whatever, and people yeah. all over the world were able to watch that live. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they couldn't. Uh, I doubt if they could catch it fast enough. It's time. I don't. I, I mean, I, I would think somebody would report it as opposed to sitting there watching it. Oh, man. That's wild. You know, then you then you got to figure they don't know exactly where they're at too. So all right, all right. So we yeah. kind of we kind of went off topic there, but um, yeah. So, so there's, there's a lot of other fun stuff to talk to, like Ted Cruz and, and, and your boy Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> no, man, my boy. Well, then let's take a little break and come back and talk about that then. Yeah. All right. I'd like to share something with you. I thought of a great idea of a way to give to charity without spending a dime. I recorded an album that benefits four different charities. The Wounded Warriors Project, the Fallen Firefighters Foundation, the Sea Shepherds, and Children's Hospital. It's a great way to give to charity without spending a dime. So the more you listen, the more you give. So you said something about uh, uh, Limbaugh. Rest in something. Yeah, you, you know, I just uh, never been a fan. You know, I know a lot of libertarians uh, come from the right. You know, they might have uh, growing up as young conservatives. You know, listened to him before they came to libertarianism. Uh, I'm just, I've never been a fan of him. You know, I think he's a loudmouth. I think he was a hypocrite. And a warmonger. I think. You know. They always talk about how he how he likes small government, but you know, he was he was a warmonger. You know what there's no warmonger that's for smaller government. And and I would like to re pay respect, pay my respects to him the same way that he paid his respects to AIDS victims when they passed. So 
Fuck him. Glad you're gone, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, I thought you were going to sing a song. Fuck him. Because he played that song or something. And, and you know, people on the right were complaining about the liberals and progressives celebrating the fact that Rush Limbaugh is dead. You know, and and, and, and like and, and pointing the finger back at us and it's like, how would you like it if if Republicans complain or celebrate it when you passed away? And I'm sure this is not a new thought, but like if I lived my life in such a way that Republicans were to celebrate when they heard of my passing, I think that would be a life well lived. I would be all right with that. I would, I would be quite all right with that if I pissed off Republicans or pissed off Republicans in my life and when I had died, they would be celebrating. I'd be okay with that. I think that's fine. How do you, how do you expect to have a country that's peaceful with that kind of mentality? What do you mean? I mean, if you if you in, if you are happy to be in affecting people's lives in a negative way, the way that he affected people's lives in a negative way, in my opinion, I agree with you. I don't like the guy. So I'm asking, like, if you want to piss people off, how do you do? Like, how do you? Because you know me, I like to piss people off too. So I'm just, I want to hear your point of view of how how you think that'll make a better world. That way, no, no. Your, your original question is like, how would that be a peaceful? Yeah, like, like, because you say you want oh, you want to be remembered. I don't. You you'd like to piss you'd like to be remembered that way. I don't. Like, if a Republicans hear our podcast, you want them to piss, you want to piss them off. No, I, I don't want to piss them off. I, I don't think about Republicans necessarily, but if they want to be celebrate, they want to celebrate when I pass. That's fine. That means that whatever I lived or the whatever way in which I lived my life, um, holding up to my values and making sure that I was caring for people and making sure that they got that I promoted the idea of Medicare for all, fighting for environmental change, fighting for a, a living wage, fighting for a woman's right to choose. Fuck yeah, I, I'm proud of that. I'm, and if that pisses Republicans off somehow, that's, that's okay. And I don't know how that could lead to violence. If that leads to violence by Republicans. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. You know, another, the same, I mean, it, you know. that's the Republicans' problem. Yeah, I, I I feel the same way. You know, I feel the same thing about liberty. You know, if somebody gets pissed off at me for talking about liberty, then, you know, that's kind of just tough shit, you know. So I, I agree there. Yeah. I don't intentionally go out to piss people off. I mean, my first album was called This Might Make You Mad, but that's because a lot of people just, they can't take hearing different opinions. You know, a lot of people get very butthurt about it. Yeah. You know, if uh, they, when confronted about, with a different idea, a lot of people get very angry, intolerant, shut down, and resort to, uh, you know, ad hominems, calling names and shit like that, or uh, misrepresentations are the worst, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously Rush Limbaugh was horrible about that, you know, like with the gay community. You know, I mean, there's no need for that. Exactly. Exactly. No no need for that. You know, he was just, you know, just being a, an asshole for for the sake of being an ass. He's trying to be a fucking comedian. Yep. You know? and he he was like fucking morning zoo. He yeah, he was he was he was quite okay with the idea that he was pushing people apart. That he was creating division. He was asked. He was asked, um, like, well, don't you care about dividing or don't don't you want people to unite? He's like, no, that's not my job. My job is to give a voice to conservatives, and that's what he did. He, he was not- well, it's one thing to have a voice. I, I don't. I don't have a problem with conservatives having a voice, or living their life in a conservative manner. I don't like it when they, you know, conservatives, you know, I, I believe have historically not been open 
to to uh, you know like gays in the military or or women's rights or minority rights. You know they 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 uh, you know uh, they don't want to see that. They think they they think somehow they think that freedom means freedom from others unlike themselves. That's not what freedom is. Freedom is, you know, you know, that's one thing as a libertarian. I, you know, it's a difficult thing sometimes, but you have to stand up for people's rights sometimes that you don't philosophically agree with, but they have that right to be themselves. And I, I disagree with Rush Limbaugh on so much stuff. Uh, but I, he, he, he had the right to say it. You know, I just, I think he was an asshole for the way he did it. Yeah. You know, and being a voice for conservatives isn't doesn't mean tearing down the other side. It should be about building up your own ideas, not tearing down the other side. Yeah, necessarily. And, you know, you know that, you know, they were punching down at that point. So so. actually you bring up a good uh, point that leads to a good segue. So the conservatives that were, uh, let's say, turned off by how actually the Republicans that were turned off by the way that he was treated by other Republicans, but the, uh, so Trump essentially was looked down by, looked down on by like Mitch McConnell and other people that voted against him during impeachment, right? And there yeah. are Republicans that were that are pissed off um, at the at the fact that uh, Trump is the head of the Republican Party, the de facto leader of the Republican Party. So yeah, they're leaving the Republican Party these two different people and there is a lot of talk about a third party so might be a good sure might is be a good might be a good chance for libertarians to catch those up or uh you might lose them to that that pp to that people's party that trump's talking about starting i'm, I'm sure there will be some you know there are going to be some that go there if if that if they if, the, if they don't stick with the republican party uh no but i i think i think trump's got the, his hands on that party I think I think the GOP is his. Uh, so it's going to be people who are leaving the GOP or, you know, real conservatives. And they're either going to, it depends on their war stance, really, whether they go with us or become independents. And some of them will be Democrats. Like they just, um, I believe, who was the um, African American, sen- who was the African American senator who ran the impeachment with, that was from Burba- um, the Virgin oh, Islands? That lady. Oh, I don't know, but my, I, I take out. I tip my hat to her. She's a former Republican. She's awesome. I'm glad she's. Yeah. So she's so she's a former Republican. You know. Uh, you know. So th- that it's going to be more of those Republicans coming over to the Democratic she Party. She saw the light. Is where I think she's really smart. Dude. Huh? Really smart lady. Oh yeah, she seemed very intelligent. I I will. I want to look up her name and pay her offer. Say her. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, speak on. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, I, I think the Libertarian Party is obviously going to get some. Uh, I think also in in that stream of people coming into the Libertarian Party are going to be some independents. Uh, you know, it, it really is growing really fast. Every every party that I every state party I see says says the same thing, and then the National Party says the same thing. So you know, twenty twenty two is going to be good. Uh, there's some like there's actually somebody running for uh, city council down in uh, Newport Beach, I think, as a libertarian for, uh, and I think he's got a fairly decent chance of winning. So um, we're pushing for him. Nils, I cannot pronounce his last name though, to save my life. Stacy Plaskett is a lady. 
Yeah, it's Stacy Plaskett. She is yeah, a so. non-voting House delegate from the yeah. Democrat. Right on. Yeah, former Republican. She's awesome. So, well, yeah, dude, <laughs> snatch up those those uh, those Republicans that are leaving. Pick them up. Yeah. Hopefully, they won't corrupt your your party. Nah. Yeah, they, they have to, you know, the, the, the great thing about, I mean, because, you know, let's think about it. Most people are not active. You know what I mean? Most people who are voting Republican, they just, they're registered and they vote that way. That, that's what, that's what the majority of the buildup's going to be. It'd take, it'd take a hell of a long time for the, for anybody to get up into power in the Libertarian Party and even try to change anything. But, you know, they, yeah, that's going to be great. Let that vote. And the libertarian libertarian platform is pretty great. Lit up that vote. We need you guys. I lost it. What'd you say? Uh, uh, split up that GOP vote, man. We need you guys. We need yeah, do yeah. It, do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> so when 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 are you gonna break off and get your own progressive party going on? You know what? The my, have you my, have you written off the Green Party totally? My yeah, I I have personally. I'm sure a lot of progressives who still have a lot of hope, but um. If it can be reformed into, or given new leadership, new fresh leadership, I think it'll, it'll be a good party. Um, I do see uh, the younger progressive members of Congress, like AOC, if they can push the Democratic Party to be more progressive, there would be there would not be a need for a third party, uh, a third mm -hmm. progressive party. However. If the Democrats, um, like with Pelosi and Schumer, uh, Boxer, like if the old guard does not want to let the younger generation start taking uh, leadership roles, then it would make sense for the Democrats to continue doing what they're doing, pushing for progressive values, and for a third party that's far more progressive to come in and challenge the, uh, the current moderate Democratic Party to push further to the left. That's what we need. You know, as uh, you know, like you said, like that about the Green Party. You know, in a party that's smaller like that, it's really easy to get active at the local level and make a bigger difference. I mean, you know, you could be that difference in that party if you reach out to it and get involved locally. You know, get those green issues going at home. Uh, you know, people said that about the libertarians all along. You know, you guys got to think local and this and that. Uh, you know, we're really going local a lot lately, you know, in the last few election cycles and got quite a few wins. I mean, there's, uh, we have hundreds or a hundred and something uh, elected people all around the country now. Uh, and I think the Green Party should do the same thing, really get active locally, you know. You know, if you're if you're a progressive, I mean, there's no reason not to be active with the Green Party in your area because that'll push things in that way, in the way you see it fit. You know, if there's five people go to a meeting and you show up, you know, you know, you're 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 a pretty significant portion of that voice. You know what I mean? Yes. So, you know, even as a libertarian, I, I encourage progressives to do that kind of stuff. Fuck the two parties. That'd be great if we had like ten parties to have some real coalitions. Yes. Yeah, because progressives and libertarians really get along on criminal justice stuff. We're pretty much eye to eye on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you want to take another little? Do you have anything else to say about that? You want to take a little break and come back with something else? Let's do it. Let's go somewhere else.
Yeah, let's go someplace else. Let's go to another bar. Yeah. Hi, thanks for listening to the Liberty Blues Network. Make sure and check out all three podcasts on our network. We have the Liberty Blues, a progressive and a libertarian walking to a bar, and Libertarian Los Angeles. Let us know what you think of the podcast and rate, review, follow, or whatever you can, wherever you listen. Thanks. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. So what else is on our list, Fern? Uh, all right, so let's talk about, let's keep on talking about people we don't like. Ted Cruz. <laughs> he left his dog at home in the cold. Jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> Just on he that left his fucking dog at home in the cold. That's almost as bad as when Romney, remember that story about Romney that he went on a vacation, he, had, he strapped his dog up on the roof of his car for like hundreds of miles? No. No. Yeah, it's an old story, but it's true. He actually, I mean, he was in a, in a crate or some sort of a cage. But yeah, <laughs> the, do, the dog was on the roof of the car and he drove like that for miles. <laughs> Fucked up. Uh, but Ted Cruz was a bigger idiot, far bigger idiot. He went to fucking Cancun in the middle of a goddamn crisis and he, he went to fucking Cancun with his daughters and then... He tried to lie about it when he came back. He said, oh, my intention was to just drop off my daughters in yeah. this, this country that I've been complaining Lying about. Lying Ted. Fucking idiot Ted Cruz. <laughs> Fuck. What a, what yeah. a disgrace. He And <laughs> the fact that he lied to people in such a way that it looks like he really undermines the intelligence of the people that he's talking to. He thought that people would, would buy that bullshit lie that like <laughs> I, I just wanted to drop all my daughters to a different country and i wanted to come back that was my whole plan along and never mind i had this gigantic luggage uh the case um with me i i was just gonna drop them off and my whole plan was to fly down to a different country and then come back the next day that was my plan bullshit yeah Luckily. right idiot idiot <laughs> yeah you know no matter no matter what no matter what way you look at at it you know it's terrible optics, you know, even if his intentions were good, but you know, he's lying Ted, you know? Yeah. His intentions weren't good. They were, no, no, they I don't think so. They were never good. No. He was going on fucking, but he was, well, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, nothing to see here. <laughs> well, that's all fuck. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there were other Republicans that were telling their constituents to pull themselves, by, pull themselves up by their bootstraps and telling telling them we have no obligation whatsoever to help you out and the strong will survive. What the fuck? Fucking, that's, that's <laughs> Republicans. That's Republicans. <laughs> that's how they look at their people. Fuck them. I guess that's Texas, you know? No, that's Republicans, dude. That's Republicans. <laughs> Re fucking Republicans. Yeah. I, I think we, I think that's enough time spent on Ted Cruz. <laughs> All right. But what else we got on the list? All right. All right. Uh, the vaccine trials in England. Yes. Well, actually, it wasn't vaccine trials. They're, they're just, it's a, it's a COVID test. Uh, they're going to, they're getting volunteers. I, do you remember the ages then to say between like 18 and 39 or something like that? 30 is what I remember. Saying. Yeah. Something like that. And they're going to, uh, volunteers are going to expose themselves to COVID, obviously under, uh, laboratory kind of 
uh, things so they don't spread it every place else. And they're going to see like how it spreads. So they're going to test a bunch of people uh, within this age group because they said it's one in 140,000 people of that age group die. So they're testing it out to see like uh, what works and what doesn't work. And I like this. Um, I like the fact that people can volunteer for something like this, you know, who feel that they would be strong enough to live through it. Uh, and, uh, you know, they can, they, I'm sure they'll get a hell of a lot of information. Uh, I read an article the other day about the NFL too, that they have a lot of information about how COVID spreads uh, and things that they found worked because they were in their, their bubble. So it was like their own experiment in a way. You know, uh, but you know the, the I think it's the the uh, the the English government, right? Or British? What do you call it? The British government? Fucking what the hell is it? Oh, United Kingdom government? Yes. UK government? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're doing this test, and uh, it made me think because it's it's obviously dangerous, uh, but it's volunteers. And then I thought back about the conversation we had had about people testing out vaccines and you saying that doctors wouldn't put people's lives in danger and stuff. And I wanted to, I wanted to see like what you thought about this as a comparison to what I was talking about. Okay. So, um, it's 18 to 30. Uh, that's the age group they're looking at and they are testing different vaccines. So oh, it, it is, is on vaccines also. Yeah. So it's, um, the, these are called human challenge studies. Yeah. Human where, challenge. Where people are given the, a, I guess a different number of vaccines and then being exposed specifically to the uh to the drug to to COVID-19 um I'm not sure exactly how many people it doesn't seem like it's more than 100 people no no it was it was it was uh I read a couple of articles on it, it was, I think it was it was someplace around 100 yeah and, maybe 130 and maybe might have been even been 30 I don't know and, and these are definitely not um not very common studies Specifically because of the the, the, the risk, yeah, yeah exactly. that it brings people. I mean, and in the article, they're talking about how they are stressing safety by having. I, I don't know how they're going to um, ensure that these people, once they catch COVID nineteen, aren't out there spreading COVID nineteen. Um, maybe they're being sequestered at the same time. Yeah, or? that's what I would assume. I mean, if you're doing a laboratory test on how it spreads, you can't have them out in public where they could have caught it and said that, you know, they're obviously going to have to, you know, uh, keep those people under, uh, under watch for a couple of weeks to see how, if it worked or not. So, right. Right. yeah, there, there'll be, there, that'll be some valuable information. I'm sure. Yeah. And, and, but the main reason, um, obviously when you're trying out something like this is the safety or the main reason for not, or uh, let me, let me, sorry, let me take a couple steps. Um, so in trying out any medication, especially when it's brand new, um, without going through the normal processes of going to phase one, phase two, phase three clinical trials where you expose, like when you give this medication or this vaccine, to a very, very small number of group uh, of people that are volunteers and then a much larger group and then a much broader group in, in phase three. Um, it's because of the safety. You don't want to expose too many people to something that could be potentially uh, dangerous or lethal because um, you, you might you might have somebody get sick and can recover or you might have somebody that has lifelong uh, consequences from being exposed to this medication. Um, or, or in worst case, uh, they 
get pregnant and the child can have uh, deformations or other unforeseen uh, effects from this med uh, medication or vaccine. So it's not often tried. Uh, these human challenge uh, studies are not often tried. So for that, very, for those very specific reasons. So in this case, it does seem like the UK gov government, so far it looks like it's the only government that we know about that's doing this. Um, it definitely would take a significant amount of resources to be able to keep those people under constant watch, or maybe, maybe I, honestly, it might be better to keep them like in a very specific place, not not just keeping tabs on them or under or under surveillance, mm -hmm. um, so that the virus doesn't lead to another uh, un unintended or unintentional spread of the disease where somebody could die. So, and and they are going to be taken care of. It seems like uh, having under having medical resources available too. Yeah, yeah, they're making all the resources available. Yep, so that way they can uh, make sure that these uh, vaccines are either effective or, or at least not harming them. Now, it, it is worthwhile to note that there are two two vaccines out there, the, the Pfizer-BioNTech uh, and the Moderna vaccines that didn't require human challenge trials, and they have 95% uh, efficacy and they are now there are millions of people now all over the world that have received these vaccinations and these t this type of risk or risky studies were not necessary to achieve that level of safety fortunately yeah and then there are some people you know like we talked about i thought they could have started testing it since they had it uh because like even right now it's only approved by the fda under emergency standards it, it still hasn't been like just officially approved if you know it wouldn't be approved if if they didn't feel it was uh worth worthwhile to cut those corners right 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 in fact uh, to be very very specific um it has emergency use authorization it is not fda approved yeah yeah it's it's, it's a fine point but um uh, yeah it's wild it's not it's not going to be approved yeah so that, that's that's what i was that, that's kind of my point of like when they could have tested earlier because it was an emergency you know, if they would have tested the stuff earlier and allowed it, um, obviously, because it, it, it ended up, they're giving it to us all anyhow. So if we would have done it earlier and, you know, the vaccine is what it is, we would have not gotten in quite a biggest mess as we ended up getting into. I, no, I mean, that's, that's no. No, no I mean, that, no, that, that's that, why, why? Explain it to me. Why? Well, are you talking about the more than 450,000 people that died? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we, if we would have started vaccinating people in August um, easily, we wouldn't have had as many people die. No. <laughs> why Dude, I, so, why, why do you say that? Are getting this, well, for first, let, let's just give credit where credit is due. Scientists are the ones that are getting us out of this mess. Had we, had we been listening to scientists from the very, very beginning, there would not have been 450,000 uh dead americans period that's not had, that's that's not to scientists from the very beginning had Fauci you mean the science that we um, did they and at the beginning scientists said don't wear masks yes at the, and at then the beginning say, and then they, they said it was okay for people early, to fly into the country so we did as, listen to scientists at the beginning as as early as june or in may no april april in April of last year, I remember this very, very clearly because we had we had a debate on this. 
uh, scientists and the U.S. government, Fauci specifically, said we should all be wearing masks. We should all be staying at home. And had we been listening to Fauci in April, we wouldn't have 450,000 people dead. So the truth is that scientists, scientists did what scientists do. They listen to the, or they, they heed the information that's available to them and change their opinions and outlooks based on new information. And they did that. Scientists did that. But the so politicians and our me, leaders did not. But and what you do, okay, you know me, I'm not, I'm not a Trump supporter. And, you know, I ask you a question to, to how do you think what I said would not have done? Instead of doing that, you're just telling me what, what you think if we would have done what they said, it would have worked. I'm saying what, if we would have started vaccinating people with the same vaccine that we're using now, earlier, would it or would it have not made the cases less and the death toll less? If, if there were enough people on the right or enough people that, well, I'm, I'm guessing that the same people that were saying that masks were ineffective or that infringed on the constitutional rights are also the same people that, that, would, ha that would not have taken the vaccine. No, I know plenty of people who, who, who've taken the vaccine who, 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 who don't think it's man right for the government to mandate things. That's just and funny. I'll, and, I, and I'll be one of those people. That's just funny. You know? No, I mean, it's not up to the government to mandate. Even Joe Biden said you can't mandate things. That's, that's silly. No, it's not silly. That's, that's, that's called freedom. You know, you, you don't, you, the government, the government cannot tell you how to live your life. Obviously it, it hasn't, well, the government could do it, but people aren't going to listen. That's not human nature. So, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, that the Federalist Papers are really smart about talking about is you can't make laws that people are not going to follow. It's worthless. It's a worthless and a fool's errand, you know? Okay. So George Washington had an occasion where there was a polio. Do you outbreak. realize that was that was during war and there wasn't even a country at the time? But the point is, if you were going to use there was the framer, no constitution who, at the time. The, the, doesn't that the the framers George Washington, one of our founding fathers, realized that quarantining people makes a lot of fucking sense, and he used his power to let people know that they had to quarantine and for people not to go around those people that were being quarantined. Yeah, that is the thing. Now that to me is what we about fucking it. knew that in the 1700s. We knew that yeah. in the 1700s. That's that's that 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 is a bit of what about ism that he that he forced people to do it because it was no, I'm saying it was like, under it was we, under we, war. We know it works. Period. And, and and here's another example. Um six months ago, seven months ago, I was one of the people that would say, like, dude, if they want to open the schools, what the fuck is wrong with them? Kids are going to be running around and spreading the disease and getting to teachers who are going to give it to their families and people are going to die. Uh, well, studies have now shown that transmission of COVID-19 in schools has actually been lower, generally lower than the community spread. And it's because yeah. in schools, <coughs> in, generally, in, in general, if teachers are enforcing the use of masks and social distancing and hand washing, the transmission rates of COVID-19 are much, much, much lower. Children following the rules related to mask wearing and hand washing and social distancing reduces transmission. It's a fucking adults 
that don't listen to these rules and regulations and fucking recommendations to save people's lives that are causing the problem. If children can do this and can actually have success in, in limiting the, the, the infection rates. I think that's speculation on that's why it's working because they did the same thing. And I mean, the, it's other countries have shown that. I mean, the, 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 the World Health Organization was saying that all along that uh, in school it wasn't as big a problem. Yes, yes, and 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 we should, and I myself have changed my point of view from six months ago after seeing what the science showed, what the research showed. That's that's again listening to scientists works. And so now, and, and if children question. can do the same thing, if children can listen and follow the rules about mask wearing, it, we we can all understand and believe and see that infection rates are cut down by wearing our masks. If we had all been listening to scientists. Scientists developed the vaccine and will save lives. We should have listened to the, to the scientists when they said back in April that we should all be wearing masks, and we did not. And we did not have politicians and leaders, our fucking U.S. president, who did not, who mocked the use of And we had intelligent adults that were claiming that their freedom was impinged upon or infringed upon by mask wearing. So why do you think that giving out vaccines earlier that we're taking now wouldn't have done anything positive because the same people that felt that mask wearing was what, no, that, 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 rights was also would, were also doubting the efficiency of the vaccine. But it, would it would it have stopped you from getting the vaccine if you saw I that mean, if they if they had been doing it for a couple of months and you saw that it was working the vaccine yeah I've always been for the vaccine so so, so that's what I'm saying why. Couldn't they have, if volunteers wanted to try it earlier, tried it out earlier? And you're saying that it wasn't, you know, wasn't, you know, approved, you know, just like the vaccine's still not approved. So I'm saying it's why right. I'm saying volunteers should have been allowed to do this earlier. The willing could have done it. And the people who wanted to take the vaccine could have taken the vaccine. Yeah, there's, there's still people who are not going to take the vaccine. They're, they're 100% opposed to it. And they're just going to have to be there. You know, you can't force them to fucking do it. Uh, you know, so I'm just saying that if, if people who wanted to could have gotten it earlier, I think it would have been wonderful. You know, I think less people would have died. And, you know, I think I think it's at least worth acknowledgement. Because maybe you're right. right. Maybe if people right. didn't wear a mask, it would be. But I think it's, I just think it's lunacy to think that it, everybody's going to get on board with anything. And in all of humanity... Name one thing that everybody fucking agreed on. No, man. There's not. That's, there's nothing. That's right. But it's important to have leaders at the top to be able to influence or use. We their don't power have energy. leaders. Republicans and Democrats. Like, you had you had Trump saying there was no problem, and you had Democrats running around without their fucking masks on, telling everybody else how to live their life. That's not about? leaders. That's not fucking what? leaders. Wait, what? We. <laughs> Trump is definitely was definitely a leader. He's a leader now. That's why the Republican Party is splitting up into factions. <laughs> how, how do we not have leaders? They're, 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 okay, they're leaders. They're just terrible leaders. Yes, exactly. Thank you. My that is my point. Trump yes. and the Democrats yes. too. You know, Trump, yeah. Trump, U.S. President Donald Trump. His lack of leadership. You got, you got, you got tunnel led vision. To, you got tunnel vision. Led to 
He was the one that was making the policies. Yeah, he wasn't, he, you know, they, he, and they were running around without masks just like him. But they weren't making the policies. Yeah. No, you, you, that's funny. They, they're, they're the ones who were, uh, who were virtue signaling, telling everybody else to go do things, and then they wouldn't follow their own rules. You know, whether okay. it be Pelosi, Gavin, okay. Gavin Newsom. They're, okay. So you, okay. you're talking fuck, about leaders. Fuck, fuck I'm them. saying they're bad fuck leaders. Pelosi, they're fuck bad Pelosi, leaders. Fuck Newsom. What I'm saying is that the people that were making the policies at the yeah. national, federal level, the people who were in charge of trying to come up with a national testing program did not do anything. The people that were in charge of making sure that every no, the government handled it. I agree with you. Did not the government handled do their jobs. I agree with you. The people that were in charge of coming up with a yeah, federal it was, they were worthless. plan for the vaccines did not do their fucking job. No, that I'm did. That's fucking Trump. That's Trump and his administration. That's not Pelosi. No matter how awful she was, she was not in charge of any one of those things. They're, they're different. They're they're bad on different things. Yeah, he was the Paul. He was he was the guy in charge. But the other people were were leaders too. If you think Nancy Pelosi, 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 Pelosi is not a leader of the Democrat Party, she is. And when she gets yeah. up there and does something so hypocritical, it damages everything that they're saying. Did, again, she was not in charge of a national testing program. That's, that's irrelevant. She was not in charge of distributing PPE to all the states and counties and cities that needed it to protect their constituents. She was not in charge of coming up with a national vaccine distribution program. That you know what she was in charge Trump. of? That was she was Trump. she was in charge of putting out a good message and le leading <laughs> by example, and she didn't do it. You're, so you're equating like being able to get a hundred thousand masks to different country to different counties to her saying, "Hey, wear your masks," and then not not wearing her masks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it affected a lot of people when they saw that. They're like, "Fuck." Wait. So. Yeah, I think it affected a lot nurses, of people being reduced to wearing trash bags because they couldn't get PPE and reusing masks two or three times, uh, or maybe even more times. I, I, I don't know. It seems like it's you're arguing same, a totally it, different it's, point. It's the same thing as Pelosi going and get her hair dyed in the middle of the quarantine. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Because, well, I, I'm saying it in, in context of you saying uh, we need leaders, and I said we had shitty leaders on both sides. But we the, the the shitty leaders that I'm talking about had a direct effect on people's lives. Okay, man. I mean, you you can keep looking in one direction. I'm just looking in both directions. You just you're just you're focused if, on him. If, if you tell me that Pelosi's actions directly led to people not having PPE tests, no, 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 it didn't, no, it didn't have anything to do with them not getting PPE. Vaccines, then I will agree with you, but that's not the case, dude. I'm looking. No, at, it, it led to people not taking it serious. Con it I'm, looking at con I'm looking at concrete, actual results from ah. lack of competent I, leadership. I, I, you, 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 if you think that the, her doing that, or Gavin Newsom doing the same thing, doesn't send the wrong message to people, and people don't believe the government enough as it is, uh, if you think that didn't affect people's sense, sense of. Uh, what was going on? I don't. I don't know what to tell you. You know, there's a huge, huge. You argued against anything that I talked about. None of it. There's, there's you a made a whole bunch of other points. There's a huge difference between the message being wrong and actually making sure that there are ventilators available. 
there's a huge difference between Pelosi getting her hair dyed than making sure that PP N95 masks are not being sold to the highest bidder. What there's do you think huge, about... Huge difference mm -hmm. between Newsom going to a fucking luxury restaurant and not wearing a mask than to Trump saying that the vaccine would be available by October and it actually not being available in October. Technically, it could have been because it was, it could yeah, have been yeah. tested by like August. Technically, yeah, but under that president, it was not. And people's lives yeah, you're were right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you. So what do you think about the whole Cuomo thing? Um, hold on. So my point is that the terrible leadership that we had with Trump led to 100,000 people's lives. And had we stuck to what scientists were saying from the very beginning and changing our, our outlooks along the way, we would have had less than 450,000 lives lost. Maybe as, as, as few as 12,000 lives as we had originally, as some people were saying, and, and as many as we had when Obama's pandemic happened. Yeah. And even then, even, even then, that would have been a high number, but a lot less than 450,000. Now, Cuomo, you're talking about Well, before, Cuomo. before you go there, I mean, I, I, mean, I think, and, and where I say, you say follow people who lied to us in the beginning and we would have been doing fine. And I'm saying we should have been testing more and allowing people to try out the vaccines and we'd have been in a better place. I just think mine sounds a hell of a lot more logical than listening to a bunch of people who lied to us in the beginning. But yeah, so on to Cuomo. The scientists, dude, like when, you're referring, when you're referring to the scientists that lied, you're talking about how Fauci and the CDC said that we shouldn't be wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the context for that is that at the time, there weren't enough N95 masks for healthcare workers. There weren't enough N95 masks for the general public. So what the CDC had to say was, don't go and wear a mask. Don't go out there and buy these N95 masks. We need them for healthcare workers. And they were absolutely right. And the reason why we didn't have enough masks is because the, the Trump administration did not replenish the stock of N95 masks that they should have. So you're just justifying why they lied. Yes, that's exactly yeah. why. That's I'm not making this up. This is actual. This is, these are actual. I, I, I don't. I, they 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 could have easily done something different. They could have said. I mean, fuck. The government has. I mean, fuck. Obama signed shit that they could uh, co uh, commandeer things. So yes. they needed all. All they would have had to do something like that as opposed to lie to people. So no, we need. Did, but. But the, wait, wait. No, they what chose do you mean the commandeer? lie. What do you mean commandeer? Like, what do you, what are they going to commandeer if there's nothing to commandeer? Well, what if, if why are they lying to people if there's nothing to buy? What? That's except no. The, the very small quantity that there was available was being very, very limited or incredibly expensive, and the way that they were able to keep these for medical workers as as much as they possibly could was to essentially tell people, don't go out and wear, buy these masks. Don't go out there and buy these masks. Yeah. And that's what they did. I mean, right. that is context for that. that that's, I, you can't just say that. I, Fauci lied you're okay with them lying to you. I, I'm not okay with that. All right, so. I'm, I, I'm giving you context because I, to make I, I, it I think it's shitty context. It's unfair and dishonest. No, it's, 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 it's a lie. And then when they did say, when Fauci did say we should all be wearing face coverings, then we all should have been wearing face coverings. 
and not cling, not cling to fictitious ideas that it infringed on our rights. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He 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 finally decided to tell the truth. That's that's wonderful. So now Cuomo. Yes. So do you think? Uh, have Have you looked much into it? He fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, he, he really did. I think people were calling that at the beginning, too. And people were just, uh, they weren't wanting to hear it. Because I remember reading a lot of stuff about the, the nursing homes in New York at first. Uh, and man, it's that that's fucked up. It is. It is. It is. His, uh, him and his administration essentially forced people to lie for them. And they did a lot to hide these numbers. Numbers were like, I think the actual numbers of of nursing home deaths were like four times higher than what was reported, five times higher, at least. I'm thankful for the person who blew the whistle. I'm, I'm wondering why they took so long to blow the whistle. I'm glad they did. Yeah, I'm I am glad. too. I just wish they had done it, you know, five fucking six months ago would have been nice, but I guess better late than never, unless you're the person who died in the nursing home. Uh, who's the, um, the, uh, person biden hired uh or got for the uh from pennsylvania for the vice chair of health services do you know what i'm talking about uh, that's a very particular position i don't I yeah don't. it's it's the uh she's the first trans woman you know what the one i'm talking about no, I, I i i think she she had had some kind of issue with nursing homes when she worked in pennsylvania and i, I can't think what it was I was, I was hoping you knew more about it no i yeah, because uh, yeah, because I, I, from what I had read, it kind of seems similar to what Cuomo had done, except for this this woman took her mom out of the nursing homes when she said everybody else had to stay or something like that. So I don't know if it caused deaths or if it was just a hypocrisy kind of thing about it, or you know, I don't I don't know. I, like I said I was hoping you'd know a little more about it, but. No, I don't know anything about it. I do know that the Biden administration ended the Trump's Biden through the executive order ended discrimination on transgender people in the army and the military. Yep. Yeah. So I, 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 yeah. I mean, he's he's the commander in chief. It's his say so. I think. I mean, to me, man, you know, I, if the whole military thing and people talking about gay, no gays in the military, as somebody who loves military history, some of the best fucking. You know, generals in all of history have been gay. You know, Alexander the Gay, the, Alexander the Gay, Alexander the Great. Oh, and, we're gonna uh, get letters about that. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, uh, Julius Caesar. I mean, you know, they were they were some of the greatest of all time. You know, and uh, you know, I think I think there was even some people said maybe Genghis Khan too. Uh, it, it wasn't uncommon, and for them to think that somebody can't serve. Uh, because they're gay, I mean that's just that's just ridiculous. You know, I mean the 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 Greeks had you know tons of stories about like great warriors that that were gay. So I I don't understand why they would think that uh, that somebody who's gay shouldn't be able to serve in the military. It's just it's just wholly fucking stupid. Right, but but Trump's order wasn't about gay people; it was about transgender and Biden did it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, I mean, still, I mean, it's. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You know, somebody's gender. Anybody can fight. I mean, the Russians proved the shit out of that in World War II. Women can fight. You know, as if as if 
people didn't know that before celtic women went into battle you know oh, yeah. uh scythians and stuff like that there was always uh women in in, in battle uh yeah yeah you know the romans used to say that uh the battle really got crazy when the women showed up like when they were fighting with the celtic people because you know they said that they knew shit was dire for them and they were coming at them with everything that they had and they said that the women just fought a lot dirtier than the men they, you know they you know, they're smaller so they, you know they went for the eyes a lot and those kind of things well yeah you know All right. get them a sword right to the nuts let's talk about perseverance real quick speaking of women let's yeah, talk yeah, about yeah 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 perseverance Yes. We did talk about the Martians earlier. <laughs> yes. So yesterday, damn, this week's been crazy. Yeah. So yesterday, NASA landed the Perseverance uh, vehicle on Mars successfully, successfully, with high tech gear, at least high tech for 2021. That's got a fucking drone on it, right? Yeah. And so they're sending I'm, I'm, high I'm tech excited about pictures. that. Dude, it's 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 amazing. It's awesome that we are able to do that. That 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 we can send a vehicle to a different planet and have it land safely. It took seven months to get there. I thought I knew it was a few. I couldn't remember how many months. And I think we launched in July last year. Was it long <laughs> yeah. ass trip? You know, one thing I, I you know, because when you see the pictures, I mean, you know, it 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 uh. I, obviously it's red reddish and stuff one of the things i really want to see pictures of and I'm, I'm sure there there probably are some out there already from some of the other rovers is pictures of like the uh the sky where you could see the moons because mm. uh I, it'd be weird to see a planetary view with different shaped moons because i can't remember which one of them it's phobos or uh i forgot the other name of the other moon but one of them kind of has like almost an hourglass shape to it like it's just like a big rock flying up there next to it it'd be weird to to see you know that kind of you know whether it be in the daytime on mars or the nighttime see the see that moon up there in the sky that'd be that'd be a cool picture so i'm looking forward to high definition pictures you know my yeah. blind ass needs all the help i can get when i'm looking at a picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's, it's it's a great accomplishment for humankind and uh there are two i think there's at least two more uh, vehicles that are set to land in this couple of weeks in Mars. Everything's kind of back to back, just because of, of how far the planets would be, or rather, yeah. how close it would. Be. So it's pretty awesome that we that we get to experience that in our lifetime. And in 2021, uh, a weird, weird year with a lot of, which turned out to be like 2020 part two. Yeah. 2020.5. It's been wild. <laughs> it's been a wild ass year already. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll keep getting more good uh, science news. Yeah, yeah, I always, I, I always enjoy the good science news like that. I, I've always, I've always loved uh, astronomy and uh, stuff like that. You know, space travel, Battlestar oh, Galactica. Well, I'm a, I'm a Cancer. What about you? Huh? Ge Gemini. <laughs> no. You're a Gemini too. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought you said I was making an astrology joke. Oh yes, yes. But right over my head. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you know what um when i was when i was eight i was diagnosed with uh color blindness i swear it was a, such a surprise for my parents it, it totally came out of the purple <laughs> <laughs> hey 
I'm triggered, man. I'm a little colorblind too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's been my my one my favorite joke this week. <laughs> Want to share that with you? Yeah. So, we got anything else on our list, or you want to wrap her up? I, I think I think uh, we, we covered everything, man. It's been a good week. That's pretty good. So, well, uh, I guess uh, I will see you next week. Then, hopefully, we're going to try to keep these coming on Fridays. Seems like be uh, working out pretty good for us. Mm-hmm. So, we will uh, see everybody in next Friday, then, or next week, or something. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. Yes. I guess it'll probably be Saturday or Sunday before they get it because we record it late on Friday. <laughs>